At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition, Hornets wrapping up their homestand, hosting division rivals, the Orlando Magic, hoping to make it a six wins in seven game stretch and a three wins and a four game homestand for the Hornets here tonight. We'll have our game preview. We're going to talk about the new reality for the remainder of the season, a LaMelo-less run for the Charlotte Hornets. Who are the players that we're focused on? We'll talk to one of our favorite guests today about that, and we're going to talk about the latest rookie ladder posted by NBA.com. Helping me on all of these topics, again, one of our favorites. I talk to him at least four, five, six times a week, uh, both on his morning show on 92.7 Sports Radio WFNZ, as well as on the pregame show on the Hornets flagship station, the one, the only, Travis T-Bone Hancock. T-Bone, thanks for joining us. Nah, no problem. Great, great to be here. I don't get invited on many shows more than once. Actually, on our own show on WFNZ, I've not been invited back. I just show up every day. So it's great to be actually invited on a show. I appreciate that a lot. As I like to say, it is our pleasure and privilege to have you with us here. Let's start off on on the new reality of the day. We're we're trying to ask different media members this because we obviously have thoughts inside the building who the focal point should be, but I know you cover the team closely, watch close to every game, and I'm curious who you have as the focal point. Given the new reality, as we like to say, there are silver linings to every situation. No one wants to see what a LaMelo Ball-less Hornets roster really is 
acts and looks like. But the reality is in a future season, a playoff run, there might be a game or two where LaMelo isn't available or you might want to have a look at a lineup or two in which LaMelo is getting rest. So who is the player, the one guy on the team, young guy, veteran, that you are excited, anxious to see and get a, a good gauge on in these last 15 to 20 games? Oh, absolutely, no doubt. Even with LaMelo, I think it has to be Mark Williams. He has the potential not just to be good, not just to be really good. He's got potential to be great. And we've talked so much the last couple of years about trying to acquire a center, you know, Miles Turner quite a bit, or Rashawn Holmes a couple of years ago. But Mark Williams is a guy you want to root for. He's a first-class kid. He's working hard. He's a blank canvas for who he can be. He's got the body. He does everything well that you need to pair with LaMelo. He's got that kind of Clint Capella to his game, above the rim, block shots. And there's more to it. You hear Cliff talking about his ability. You see it in the pregame, Sam. He shoots threes in warm-up. So there's a whole other level to get to with this guy. So Mark Williams, to me, is phenomenal. The way he plays with LaMelo, when he sets the pick and rolls and goes to the basket, it's unbelievable to watch. His hands, and I said that last year, as a Duke fan, a lot of times the big separator between the, the young players that make it or don't make it is the hands of the big man. He catches everything on rebounds, on lobs, passes in the lane. His hands are absolutely phenomenal. He's only going to get better, and he sat most of the year at Duke in year one. He watched. He didn't play a lot. He got in there in February, dominated. Saw it this year, right? He finally got a chance in February, and he's taken off, and that's only a good sign for what he's going to be Next year, a year from now, this dude could be off the charts. We certainly hope he will be. Uh, clearly, he's not going to get the benefit of the the pick-and-roll repetitions with LaMelo Ball that, that we would have hoped for. And as you mentioned, either way, he was going to be getting a, a ton of minutes, a ton of experience for this stretch run of the season. The LaMelo injury does not impact that for him. I'm curious in what aspect specifically do you really want to see more of Mark? Is it experimenting and expanding his offensive game? Clearly, you look across the NBA, there are very rare occasions where a center is played through as a significant source of shot volume, but the few that do it are remarkable <laughs> amongst the best players in the league. They're Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic and, and that type of player, and maybe Mark Williams can develop into one of those types. So are you hoping to see in this final stretch here, these final few weeks, him be more of a focal point of the offense, or is it purely just get reps, continue to develop, and, and we'll pick things up where we left off with LaMelo as soon as he's healthy to return to the practice court? I think just being on the court right now is big for him, no matter who's out there with him. And then, you know, he kind of let the chips fall where they may. I think there's two areas that he can kind of work on. And I know that it's games that count, but there's opportunity here to be had, right, for some of these young guys to work on their game in actual games that count in the standings. So I, there's no problem with his rebounding, his rip protection. Like, we all know that. Like, his foul shooting is really good, too. Like, he's got a lot of areas that I don't really have any doubts about, right? So... The two things that he can work on would be, hey, it's not the end-all, be-all if he does it, but can he get the ball in the paint a little bit and do some moves? You know, can he can he work on the post-up game a little bit just to have it in the bag? That that would be something that I'd like to see some. And also, the one big question about him coming out was, defensively, it was not rim protection or length or any of that. It was the ability to get out on people, the ability to be quick enough in, in the feet to kind of get out on people and close out, so... 
you know, I think he's going to be good regardless of that. But you know, does he have does he have a hook shot he can work on? Does he have something else to go to which can only elevate his game? And you know, defensively, can he expand that even further? And you know, Derek Lively right now at Duke is the big man that replaced Mark Williams, and he is exceptional at the college level, mind you, at getting out on shooters and really covering space and not just at the rim. And I think that's the next element of Mark Williams' game is not just protecting the rim, but using that length and trying to figure out a way to affect the defense. It's, it's probably going to come soon, sooner than later, but you know why he got the opportunity, Sam, he might as well work on some things that he doesn't necessarily have right now. Well, he clearly has some ability to defend the perimeter because that block of Trey Young, that sparked the win streak that the Hornets were on. So he's put it into practice against one of the best in the NBA. But, uh, yeah, absolutely, getting opportunities on the NBA floor, uh, important for all young players. Mark Williams has clearly earned that spot, and the team has played very well since he's entered the starting lineup. Charlotte is 5-3. and three. Most of that was with Lamelo, uh, but Mark Williams is Travis T-Bone Hancock's player of note, the one to focus on now uh, that we're looking at operating without Lamelo Ball for the Hornets for the remainder of the season. We're going to keep the focus on Mark Williams in our next segment. Another rookie ladder was published by the NBA. Where does it have Mark? Where should they have had the Hornets starting center? We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best things in life, they come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly base service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July 31st, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Sam Farber and Travis T-Bone Hancock here with you on the HHC, the Hornet Typecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Our guest today is Travis T-Bone Hancock. There's so many ways you can catch up with T-Bone. Hear him mornings on the Mac and Bone Show on 92.7 Sports Radio WFNZ. Hear him every pregame show on 
on Hornets flagship station. And if you want to hear the latest about his dog, Mabel, or all the random thoughts that pop into his head, follow him on Twitter at T-Bone WFNZ. T-Bone, as I promised last segment, we're going to talk about the rookie ladder. Uh, this is something that was a focal point of the Hornets Hivecast for LaMelo Ball's rookie season because he'd be a, a featured person on that list each and every week and it would give me things to get hot and bothered about when they would say draft LaMelo all the way out of the top five Uh, this year slower ramp up for the Hornets to get some names onto the rookie ladder but with Mark Williams taking over the starting spot he has started to appear on this publication that the NBA puts out every week or two so they go deep as top 12 Keep in mind, Mark Williams was drafted 15th overall. So uh, already just by getting onto the list in, in a certain manner of thought, he might be exceeding the draft expectations, although not the Hornets picks. They were very high on him. But in your mind, looking at the rookie class, whether you want to judge this on the last few weeks or the entirety of the season, where do you think Mark Williams should be on a rookie ladder? Oh, man. First of all, uh, we're back to this because I remember two years ago, you got you got hostile towards the ladder. Like you you tried to knock people off the ladder like you. You did not handle the ladder well. So hopefully now you're you're at peace and you're not trying to either knock people off or throw the ladder at people. Because two years ago, it was scary, Sam. You were you were violent with the ladder a couple years ago. Uh, where should he fit in? Well, it depends on how do people view him because he didn't play a ton as a lot of these players on this ladder probably have. If I'm just guessing by it, top of my head, I have not seen the ladder. I would say right now he's probably number nine in the ladder. Am I accurate in that at all? He was actually uh, in at number 11, so you're in the right ballpark here. Why do you think number nine? Give me some of the names. I mean, some of them are obvious here. Players like Benedict Mathrin and Paolo Bancaro, who are the favorites for Rookie of the Year, they're clearly going to be above Mark Williams. Walker Kessler has posted similar numbers to Mark. I would give Mark that, that he has played as well as Kessler. But Kessler's been the starting center for Utah the entire season, so he gets a bit of an edge there. Guys like Jalen Williams in Oklahoma City, Keegan Murray in Sacramento, I think they all make sense. Jaden Ivey in Detroit. After that, though, I, I think there's a serious argument to make for Mark Williams being higher. So is there any other rookie that comes to mind, or were you just throwing out nine as a, as a number that suited you? I think nine makes sense because he hasn't played as much as some of the guys. So if he would have been like Walker Kessler is for Utah, who's been really good, but if Mark Williams was the starting center from day one, where would he be? Based off defense and rebounding alone, he'd probably be in the top five, I would guess, just based off of what we know of him, how good he is. So I'm not mad at nine. It makes sense. I think when we rank this class, though, and I know Chet Holmgren is not a part of this right now because he got injured, but I think when we look back at this class, he's only going to ascend up. The NBA draft is a crapshoot. We know that. There's hits and misses all over, but when he gets a full roster around him, as we say all the time about the full roster, man, he's going to slide right in there in his role. And I think when we look back at the 2022 draft, I think Mark Williams at 15 is going to look like, oh, okay, they got him at 15, because I think he's going to look more of like a top 8 to 10 player in that class. So I think right now, I'm not mad at 9. I get it. They probably had not seen a ton of Mark Williams yet, but I think he's only going to climb that ladder going forward. 
Well, I'm with you that I think he's only going to continue to look better and better relative to the rest of his rookie class. I like your pick at nine. I would have had him, you know, seven or eight, but I think anything in the top 10, anything that puts him in position to receive an NBA all rookie team selection, I think is good because I think he's deserving. Right now, NBA.com has him in at number 11. I've got a little bit of a beef with that, but hopefully as he continues to put together double-doubles and just positive performances, he'll continue to climb. What do you think? The Hornets are not planning to be where they are when the year began, right? Houston, Detroit, San Antonio, they had aspirations to not be very good, right? The Hornets kind of ended up in the situation based off the injuries. You agree with that, right? The Hornets were not aiming to be fourth in the odds. But Houston, with Easton and Smith, Duran with Detroit, Sohan, Sohan with San Antonio, they're all guys on these teams that were trying to be pretty bad all year. I'm not taking away their ability. Like, Durbin's really good. Sohan, I think, is going to play a really important role for them, whatever he's asked to do going forward. But those guys were going to play right away. Those guys had rosters that wanted to make sure they got their young guys in day one. Mark Williams had to... Had to sit a while. Mason Plumlee played out of his mind. Nick Richards played so far above, I think, what we thought. And the Hornets were not trying to get fourth in the odds. The other three teams were going to play their young guys from day one, so they got more playing time early. And everyone jumped on, oh, Durant's better than Williams. Durant's better than Williams. Well, where, Sam, would Jalen Durant be on the Hornets roster all year? Probably behind Plumlee and Nick Richards at times. It'd be the same thing. So he's gotten out there more than Mark Williams. But now that we see Mark Williams out there, where would Mark Williams have been from day one of the season? Probably where Duran was. So I think that those guys got off to a head start, and now you're seeing Mark Williams catch up a little bit. Hundred percent agree with you. I, I don't think there's any question. First off, I think uh, I applaud the Hornets. I think they have the right mindset. They're trying to win games. The Hornets. It was circumstance. It was terrible luck with injuries and, and a whole lot of other factors that went into what's transpired over the course of this season. And in a certain respect, even though it's going to result in the same odds, relatively speaking, for a top four pick. It's a much better situation because for Charlotte, you do have an idea what your foundation is. You're not putting the foundation down and and trying to build the house from scratch. Uh, You've got the walls up. You're talking about putting some really nice furniture inside of it and making it a, a stunner for anyone who walks by on the open market. So I think the Hornets have a good chance here to plop someone in and already They've uh, clearly demonstrated that they're pretty good at this draft thing. They were able to identify LaMelo Ball as the number three overall pick a couple of years ago. Got Mark Williams here at 15, and we'll see what the uh, draft odds end up revealing for the Hornets here in a couple of months or so. Still some games to be played between now and then. The Hornets will wrap up the homestand tonight, taking on the Orlando Magic, the team directly ahead of them in the standings. We'll preview it for you next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required at your portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200 k for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Sam Farber and Travis T-Bone Hancock here with you on a game day edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets taking on the Orlando Magic. Orlando is one spot ahead of the Hornets in the standings, 13th in the East. Hornets are 14th, but they are miles away in terms of their situation, T-Bone. Hornets, uh, their fate is basically decided. Honestly, it probably was even before the LaMelo injury. They were roughly 10 games out of a top 10 position that they need to get into to make the play-in tournament with roughly 20 to go when LaMelo was hurt. So those odds were already extremely long. For Orlando, even though they're only one spot ahead on the standings, they're within five games of making that top 10 position. So it's very much a realistic proposition that Orlando could get hot, make up the ground, and make their way in to the play-in tournament. Time for our game preview. We'll let you tip things off. Do you want to start with a Magic player, a Hornets player, or a stat to watch? I'll go with the Magic player, and actually it's players because so I know they're a division rival, but just in terms of enjoying the league, you know, Orlando is fun again. I think they have, what, like nine guys on the roster that average between 9 and 19 points per game. Orlando's gotten fun, and I compare them to the Sacramento Kings, also a fun team in the West, as two franchises, you know, the last 15-plus years, maybe more for Sacramento, that they always weren't very good. They always drafted high. They got some good players here and there, but nothing ever seemed to fit. There was never a plan. It's always, we'll just throw this lottery pick in there with this guy and this guy. Nothing ever seemed to work and mesh mesh with those franchises. And Orlando this year, Franz Wagner's been exceptional for them. I think he's excellent. And then Bancaro, they hit on that. So now they have those two guys to build around. They've got other high draft picks in Suggs and Cole Anthony who – they're bringing along. Suggs is 
playing sort of a defined energy role right now. But there's a lot there. They're fun to watch, and they they have two lottery picks in this draft here. So Orlando, it feels like they're finally heading in the right direction with a plan as opposed to previous years. So I think they're fun to watch. Sam, how many games have we seen with Orlando the last couple of years where it's like, oh, God, what's what's on their roster? Oh, God, it's, it's Orlando. But right now I feel like they're kind of fun to watch. They, they've definitely got an interesting mix, and it, it's all about figuring out which ones of those pieces are really the foundation. Obviously, Bancaro is one of them, um, but deciding on a couple others, there's a lot of options out there, and they've got a plethora of possibilities. But i got to pin you down here, T-Bone. Who's the one player that you've got circled for this specific matchup tonight? Oh, it's Bancaro. It's my guy. you got Mark Williams on one side. He got Van Caro. Remember all the questions about the draft about Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, Hung- Chet Van Caro. Chet Holmgren hasn't played yet, so it's a little unfair, but they hit on that one. Van Caro has been awesome this year, averaging 19 points per game. Uh, he's one of those guys who was really good at Duke. He got a little passive at times, but I think he has been uh, awesome and he's fun to watch. So Van Caro is their star. Uh, he's the face of their franchise going forward. So. I think any time you watch Orlando now, I think in a game, the player to watch is uh, Paulo Bancaro. I like the pick. I'm going to go in a different direction, I think, with the Hornets experiencing so many injuries right now. Uh, the biggest area that they've been hit outside of just general offense, not having their shot creator in LaMelo, is the bench. You know, you're elevating a lot of guys, a lot of your scoring power up to the starting lineup. And from the last game, at least, against Phoenix, uh, no one really stepped into a, a big-time off-the-bench scoring role. I think certain players had good games. Kai Jones had a couple of good flashes. Dan Smith Jr. I thought played very, very well. But by and large, there wasn't someone going for 15 or 20 points the way that Kelly Oubre has historically in the last couple of seasons here for the Hornets. So that's why I've got circled on the other side for Orlando, Cole Anthony. Now, for the Magic, they don't have a consistent guy scoring off the bench either, so I'm, I'm taking a, a kind of a swing here. Uh, Jalen Suggs, Mo Wagner, Bull Bull, they've all had flashes at different times, but I'll be a prisoner of the moment. Cole Anthony had 28 in their last game, a loss at Milwaukee, so I'll circle him, and, and you know he's someone who's a couple years in the league now was very good at North Carolina, I think has been a good pro. He's in a difficult circumstance because they've clearly drafted over him a couple of times now and signed over him, but he continues to produce, and uh, he's definitely going to be hungry here in this one tonight. So Cole Anthony, as a scorer off the bench, he's the guy I've got circled for Orlando. Where would you like to go next, a Hornet to watch or a stat to watch? Mo Wagner uh, off the bench is another guy that – you know, he causes some trouble out there, so I'm always looking out for Bo Wagner as well, not just Franz Wagner. Very true, very true. Where do you want to go next, a Hornet to watch or a stat to watch? Let's go Hornet to watch, and a guy that uh, is having a really good year, even though some of his numbers are actually down, but his scoring has been really good. Kelly Oubre is at 20 points per game, and I think he's showed the ability to score at different levels this year. I think Oubre without Lamelo is going to kind of do what he did when the year began. We don't know what the future may be for Oubre here, but I think he's really showed a lot this year. And you see how much better they are, Sam, when he's involved. He gives them something that other players don't, an energy, a confidence. I think Oubre is a player to watch for the Hornets. I like the pick. He was the team's leading scorer last time out, and 
He's got that ability to really fill it up at a high level. So I like the pick. I'm going to be honest here, Tebow. I am tempted to go with Kai Jones, kind of sticking with that bench theme. I think he's had some really nice performances. Uh, Not to say that I think he's going to go out there and score 20 or something like that, but I I do think he's done some nice things out there for the Hornets, and I'm excited to see his next couple of games. But for me, player to watch here for the Hornets, can't go Mark Williams all three segments, can't do that. So I'm going to go with Gordon Hayward. I think Gordon has really played some of his best basketball of the season, and he's been the healthiest so far this season, coinciding with the win streak. I think for the Hornets to put another one in the win column, having a winning homestand would absolutely be a big positive for this team and just put them on the right track heading into the road trip. I want to see him continue to show what he can do as that primary shooter, primary scorer. I think with LaMelo, he can kind of drift between being the second, third, or fourth option on any given day, depending on how the opposition is defending him. And that might be his role for the future. But as we said early on in in the show here, part of evaluating the team without LaMelo is figuring out, okay, let's say you're in the playoffs next year and LaMelo has to sit down for two or three minutes Who do you work through? Who do you run through? Who looks good right now? And Gordon would be at the top of that list. So just continuing to see how he performs now that he's knock on wood healthy, um, I think is a a big positive here for the Hornets in their evaluation process. So Gordon Hayward, I've got him circled for tonight. Last but not least, let's have a stat to watch. What about the number 115 in terms of the Hornets? There was about, Sam, a five-week period, I want to say, somewhere in the neighborhood middle of the season where they they allowed less than 115 I think one time defense it was it was ridiculous it was like a game with with Milwaukee they only won in about a 25 game stretch or more whatever it was where they allowed less than 115 when they've been playing better here for the most part they've held some teams here to kind of under that so if they can hold Orlando to under 115 I think they've got a chance to win because that's been kind of the number I've looked at lately is if they can hold a team to 115 or less, as a lot of teams would say, I think that is the number to watch. If the Hornets hold Orlando to 115 or under, I think they've got a chance to win because they're going to have trouble getting above that offensively without LaMelo Ball. So if they get, if they get a game into that 100-110 range, I think they have a chance to beat Orlando. I love that stat. I, I think you're, you're going next level here, T-Bone. You're looking for a number that gives the Hornets a shot to win, and you're absolutely right outside of that win over the Hawks, that shootout that the Hornets pulled away in at the end with the Mark Williams block and then the dunk on the other end that they won 144 to 138. Every single game since then, Charlotte has held the opposition under 115. And I even thought the other night against Phoenix, look, the Hornets didn't shoot the ball well at all. But they still were, you know, relatively within striking distance because defensively they played a pretty good game. So I like it. I'll I'll choose a different one, though. I'm going to say free throw shooting. There have been some times this year uh, where that has been dreadful. One of them was a somewhat surprising loss at home to the Orlando Magic. And then, of course, the other night against Phoenix, you know, for all the things that they did well defensively and even though generally offensively uh, they didn't have their strongest game, one thing you should be able to control is how well you shoot at the free throw line. And the Hornets, quite frankly, didn't shoot well at the free throw line last game. So looking for a bounce back in that category for this one here tonight. Either way, the next day, T-Bone will have you covered on the morning show on 92.7 Sports Radio WFNZ. And then I'll be talking over the weekend with me 
up in New York, both at Brooklyn and then at Madison Square Garden when the Hornets tip off their road trip. Looking forward to our next set of six conversations per week, T-Bone. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting to the point where I'm going to miss you, and the season's coming to a close, so uh, we'll have to hang out this summer and just uh, talk like we're talking on, this, on these shows, I guess. That's how we communicate. I can't wait. We'll talk about dogs, all those kinds of things. Hey, man, we're proud of all the work you're doing this year. You're a staple on the shows, and you don't waver in your energy in a year that's been uh, hard to navigate for those that cover the team. I think you've been a shining star, man. We're all proud of you. You're you're knocking it out, man, and your energy does not go unnoticed, man. We appreciate you. I appreciate you as well. Thanks to Travis T-Bone Hancock. Again, tune into him mornings on the Mac and Bone Show, 92.7 Sports Radio WFNZ, and hear him tonight. He'll be previewing the matchup against the Orlando Magic. If you'd like to join us at the Hive, tickets are available at Hornets.com. For Travis T-Bone Hancock, our producer, Rob Longo, and everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we will talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast. Brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.